What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Y'all, I just, I just don't, I just don't know. Okay. I just don't. I, hey, I ain't even going to hold y'all. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know why Carly done got up out here and lied. Okay. I just don't know. I just do not, I don't, I do not know. If y'all tuned in last week to the Black News Podcast, y'all heard me go on a full on diatribe about protecting black women and black women going missing and tips and tricks on how to keep yourself safe and standing by when black women say they done got lost and missing and found and all stuff. And I'm a believer and I'm a stick beside her. Yup. Yup. I'm a stick beside her. And then if you stayed tuned in to the podcast, you also heard me a couple seconds later chime in with an addendum when I found out like the rest of y'all that Carly Russell done lied about being kidnapped y'all I just I just don't understand so so let's talk this through with what we know because I'm sure like myself y'all just don't understand okay what was the reason Cardi B boys what was the reason okay so back backing up Carly Russell was the black girl who allegedly or supposedly went missing in Hoover, Alabama. She was the one who said she was driving on the freeway, saw a baby walking around with a diaper. She pulled off, drive a little bit behind him, saw that the baby was in danger. She got out the car. Somebody snatched her up, took, snatched, throw the wig down on the ground, left her purse, her phone, all this stuff in the car. We dispatched the entire United States of America to try to find this girl. Okay. We dispatched. I'm talking about the only other people who didn't get involved was the Power Rangers. Them was the only other people who did not get involved. And if it would have lasted a couple more days, we would have called the black, green, pink, yellow, and the white one. Okay. We would even got the the green. The We would have got all of them. But come to find out after she appeared at home, she lied. And we found that out because the police got they they did a news conference with the facts as they knew it. So once they did that, we kind of saw that the cookie was crumbling a little bit because they basically basically got on there and was like, this what we know. Okay, we we, we sharing y'all with y'all what we know. So we ain't gonna be out here looking crazy. Y'all, it came out finally that she lied. And so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try something new. I'm going to share the audio of the news conference from the Hoover Police Department on here now if this it sound a little weird it's because i'm just i'm doing a little bootleg share or if if they cut the pot i don't know what they're gonna do because i this this the audio i got off the internet so this is the audio from the news conference today i've talked to and received a statement from mr emory anthony attorney for carly russell mr anthony has scheduled a meeting for carly to meet with investigators early this afternoon but then I received an email stating that a statement was being provided by him on her behalf. Mr. Anthony asked that I read the statement in its entirety, which I will do now. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. 
There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 9th, 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident, but this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, as to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Carly, again, ask for your forgiveness and prayers. Okay, so with that, let's let's talk this through. I, I jotted down a couple questions that we can maybe talk through and, and answer or see if these will help lead us to some reasoning why or behind why she would have done this because I just do not understand. One, is it clout culture? And I say that because we have phones now, people getting popular for the, the dumbest shit. Like everybody doing stuff for clout and clout culture got a lot of people messed up in the head they got a lot of people doing things for the wrong reasons so I'm wondering did Carly think this was an opportunity for clout did she think this gonna get my name some shine people gonna care about me um it's going to spark conversation I'll be able to keep the lie going this is foolproof and and if she did think that apparently or obviously she did not think far ahead or really plan it out just simply based on her Google search. They said they found on her Google search, her looking up the movie Taken. How can you rob a cash register without getting caught? Um, how how much does it cost for an Amber Alert? That alone tells me she did not really plan this out strategically. But maybe she thought the clout from this was going to get her something. Some people are also spreading the rumor, and I don't know how true it is, that her boyfriend broke up with her for some girl that was like a stripper or doing or some like somebody. And she maybe thought that this was going to get her boyfriend back or get him to care about her more. If that was the reasoning, I don't I think Carly around 25. Y'all know I say this all the time. The brain don't fully develop to you 25. So the decision making ain't don't be really decision making. So, hey, that not an excuse. I'm just throwing out ideas here. We just we just brainstorming. But again, cloud culture going to get y'all caught up. If y'all been watching the Powerball news in L.A., downtown L.A., y'all saw the viral video of the girl who um, went into the corner store where the Powerball ticket was bought and broke down in tears and was running out the store like she was the one that bought the Powerball ticket. Come to find out it wasn't even her. She just doing that for clout. Again, clout going to get y'all caught up. So maybe that's it in Carly's case. Is it a next? Is it a generational thing? And I'm not attacking no generation or kind of trying to generalize or put y'all in a box. But, but could it be a generational thing skewing younger only because Y'all are the first generation, and I say y'all, Gen Z, the first generation who really only had or grew up completely and don't know a life before social media and its impact. Could it be generational? Could it be that 
where people see stuff, people going viral and moments and all of these things. And maybe that shifted something in Carly to think, oh, maybe I need to do this. Maybe it's just a part of, of, of that culture, which personally I don't relate to, but maybe that's it. Could it be a self-esteem or self-worth issue? Because you really got to be in a bad place to stage your own kidnapping, to be willing to risk your family and friends' mental health. Her damn brother was pleading for her life on social media. You really got to be in a bad place to be okay with people having to do that. And meanwhile, you sitting up at the Red Roof Inn eating cheese, eating Cheez-Its with the snacks you bought at the store. Like you really got to maybe not think highly of yourself. And on the flip side, it could be narcissistic because you think that is justified that people should be doing that or should have to do that. Either way, I don't... We'll never know unless she comes out and really does an interview. But based on her even getting this far, I'm willing to bet that she probably may not have the emotional, the level of emotional intelligence that is required to be able to dissect and put these pieces together. The girl need to get in some therapy. That's top priority. But then adding a little pin to that, there were also donations collected on behalf of trying to find her. So now what's going to happen to the money? Like it's this whole thing is a mess. Next question I wrote down. Is she missing a few cups from the cupboard? Obviously. And I'm not, I'm saying that like lightheartedly because mental illness is real. And I know many of people who are struggling in different ways. So not making light of their situation, but for her to just be sitting up at the hotel while this is going down, y'all some, that like, that's some crazy shit. That's some weird shit. While she was watching this play out. Okay. Y'all, she was watching the, the hotel. You know, hotel TVs only get about 10 channels. Unless you want to pay, pay for the, the movie upgrade. So she was watching this on the local news. And CNN. So she saw all of this about her. While she sat up in her, her room. Her, her hotel room. Painting her nails. With her wig off. She sat up in there with them Kendrick Lamar. Straight backs. Looking like OG Bobby Johnson. Up at the Red Roof Inn while she watched us out here struggling and strifing on her behalf. I just, y'all, I'm I'm fatigued. Will she be going to jail? That's the big question. Personally, I don't wish jail on anybody unless there's like, when it comes to like little kids and hurting women and murder and stuff like that, sure. But in this case, I don't know. I honestly don't know if that is the punishment. Some people say it is. Some people say it ain't. I'm kind of indifferent on that. I'm more wondering if that is going to be on the table, considering the fact that she deployed police resources. She lied. There was money collected. All of this. It, it was a shift in the conversation, the national conversation about her based on a lie. So some people are expecting some type of hammer to drop down on her. Personally, I don't, I don't know. I don't, re- I don't know. 
but I do think she should be punished in some way because to an extent, a lot of people make bad decisions and don't really think ahead of consequences because consequences never really land in their lap. Sometimes a lot of kids or teenagers get themselves into that sit those types of situations because they're used to their parents always coming to clean it up, especially if you've got helicopter parents. They used to stuff always working out or somebody always helping them. But in this case, mm, there has to be some type of consequence so she doesn't do this type of thing again. So maybe they'll give her an extreme or an obscene fine that she has to pay. Maybe she'll be sued. Who knows? I But I do think something should happen with her but I don't personally know if it's jail time I'm open to that conversation and like I said I'm indifferent on that punishment but overall it's just a hot mess okay it's a hot mess there are instances people were on social media giving examples of some similar things happening but as far as within the black community I don't recall Nothing like this going down as of recent. If you guys have other examples that we can pull from, please feel free to share with me so we can kind of have some type of of roadmap to follow about what's next. But besides that, y'all, we just going to wait and see. We just going to wait and see. What do y'all think? Okay. What do y'all think? Were y'all just as shocked as I was? Did y'all expect this? Because some people kind of saw this coming. They saw, they saw it early. I wasn't one of the people. I, I think I got a good level of discernment, but in this case, I dropped the ball. Your girl dropped the ball. I take that. But what did y'all think and what y'all think is going to happen next to Carly Russell? Hit me up on social media with your thoughts. Last week at the 56th National Convention hosted in Indianapolis, Indiana by Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. This most recent list of honorary members was announced and I for one will say it's a damn good list now listen the hey the stinky pinkies y'all thought y'all had us with Kamala Harris now y'all thought y'all had us with the VP I, 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 I will admit personally I thought I don't think y'all had us permanently, but in regards to the honoraries, I I was like, man, they, they kind of got us with, with the Kamala Harris, even though she ain't honorary, she crossed out the chapter, but I, hey, they had, they had us for two seconds, but in true Delta fashion, we came back like a thief in the night and announced the upcoming list of honorary members. Now I'm going to read them through and just have some quick comments and talk about you know not what this means but just have a conversation about it okay so the list tech founder phyllis newhouse president of msnbc and hampton university graduate rashida jones retired wnba player and olympic gold medalist tamika catchings chairman and ceo of warner brothers tv studios Channing Dungy, Ambassador Bonnie Denise Jenkins, who's also a diplomat, in addition to her being the U.S. ambassador, Deborah Lee, former chairman and CEO of BT Networks, and the first black woman Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America, Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. 
Hey, hey. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I will or will not confess to sending this list to some of my friends who are um, who are members of Alpha Kappa Alpha, uh, aka what I refer to as the Stinky Pinkies. I I may or may not have sent this list over to them in good faith and good spirits. But regardless, y'all, just shout out to Black women. Okay, regardless of what organization you are a part of, if you are even Greek at all, let's, even if you a GDI, you must admit that this is a damn good list of black women who have made their mark and overcome. Because as many of, of, of you know this, whether you, even if you're a black man or a black woman, but especially a black woman, it's hard to get to some of these levels right? To get to some of these positions, it is difficult. And I'm especially looking, especially looking at them CEO seats. And of course the Supreme court justice having worked in corporate America for quite some time and being a black woman in that space, child, you got to, Ooh, it, you playing the game. You are at some point, it may not be your entire career, but you playing the game and the higher you get up, it becomes a boys club. And when it's a boys club and you are a black woman, that is another layer of obstacles on your path to achieving ultimate success in the corporate setting. So, you know, and we've heard story, Deborah Lee book recently came out and I have not read it yet. It's in my, it's in my favorites on my, my library uh, app on Libby. Okay. But she talked about her experiences within that and, and some of the struggles that she had to overcome to get to the point where she became the CEO and former and chairman of BET Networks. So we hear firsthand. Y'all saw how they was trying to do uh, Justice uh, Brown Jackson when she was being confirmed for the Supreme Court. So we already know what it is. But regardless, this this set of women, if it's not going to do anything for us. I would hope that at the very least, it inspires women, black women to keep going and going and going. Because if you think about age, industry, you think about skill set, a level of excellence, hours worked, all of these women are a testament that it don't matter how old you are, where you come from, your background. If you keep at it, some shit really might move for you. So take this list as an inspiration, regardless of what, you know, organization you're a part of. And that's all I love. Y'all know I, I love everybody who is in the divine nine. And even if you're not, if you're a GDI, I got love for, you, for everybody um, regardless. But um, yeah, again, it's just a damn good list. So what y'all think about this? Are you guys... Happy for them. Do you, were you expecting uh, this deep of, uh, of a roster, if you will, or are you just, you know, you know, happy or indifferent about, about it overall? Let me know. Hit me up with your thoughts at Canoeo on social media. Another pleasant, needed, and relieving update was posted this week by Jamie Foxx who finally appeared after 
a long battle with an undisclosed illness or medical issue or serious situation that he was dealing with and he let us know that he was alive and okay. Y'all, thank God. I y'all I I do not personally know Jamie Foxx. And I've talked about how I feel about Jamie Foxx on other episodes. I think Jamie Foxx is the most talented person in Hollywood. Right? He can sing, he can act, he can play music, uh, he, he can do impressions, he does stand up. He, to me, he's the most talented person. And he means a lot to Black Hollywood. We know, it, and, and we, we kind of, I feel like after Chadwick Boseman died, we understand what figures within Black Hollywood really mean. It's, a, it's small. Right. And certain people loom very large. Chadwick Boseman did. Jamie Foxx does. So the idea that something was possibly happening with Jamie Foxx or he almost lost his life or was dealing with certain struggles or battles. That was a lot to to kind of think about, even though we personally don't know Jamie Foxx. Now, I do have friends who personally know Jamie Foxx. So there's a, 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 a like a short degree of separation, but I'm not about to be up on here acting like I know that man. I just know him for his talent, his gifts and his contributions to the industry that I am in. And I have the utmost respect for him. So when I heard that he wasn't doing well, I was shook. But then when I saw him release that video on Instagram, when I tell y'all the relief that I felt, thank God. But let me say this too, because... Everybody seemed to be as happy as, as he, as he, um, as his close friends and, 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 and just everybody who kind of knows him, everybody seemed to be happy in the same way, but people, I want, we're not going to find out what happened. And if we do, okay, great. But we probably not going to find out what happened. And for probably many reasons why he said that he did not want to, be seen or say anything early because he did not want us to see him like that. He wanted us to see him laughing and joking and remember him how he historically was. So personally, I respect that, right? Don't nobody want to get up on the internet. Well, I won't say don't nobody because some people do be doing that. Okay. But a lot of, some people don't want to get up on the internet at their worst and be showing everybody um, themselves. And it's, it just, at their lowest point but from a business standpoint and y'all may not know how Hollywood work you can't just be out here telling people that you have these 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 battles and especially as a black person and expecting it to possibly not affect your career Jamie Foxx got bills he gotta work so it's probably in his best interest to not say what he is or has been dealing with because when, when studios are shooting movies or television shows, in some cases, and this is how it used to be back in the day. I don't know if it's still like this specifically, but this is, like, this is old information that could still be relevant. You, you, you have to insure actors in films in case anything happens. You have to insure it because if somebody go down on set or something happens, one delay, one day delay of shooting could cost a film or production hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
we see major delays, right? When Leticia Wright hurt herself with Black Panther, we learned that she like broke like her, her leg or something. She hurt herself. They had months long delays. Robert Downey Jr. when he was shooting Iron Man 3, he broke his ankle or he broke something on his body. It was another long-term delay. When you have actors who have major battles with addiction, studios want to know, hey, if this person fall off the wagon, are they going to still be able to film? And if not, mm, that's not going to be in our best interest because we're going to lose money by casting this person. So in his case, if I were him, I would never say what was wrong. One, it ain't everybody's business. Two, I wouldn't want anybody holding that over my head in terms of what I am and am not am not able to do in the work that I want to do for the rest of my career. Book me. I'm help. I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. What what what's illness? No, I just fell. I just slipped and fell. Something a little something crazy. I would not tell anybody what I was dealing with. So if Jamie Foxx never come out and say nothing, I'm damn fine with that. Kudos to to him. And again, it just ain't our business. Sometimes we need to people need to set the precedent and let everybody know that some shit ain't got nothing to do with y'all. So I stand by him in, in that regard and his family. And shout out to them for keeping that tight because nothing leaked in this case. And that's what I like to see. But I'm just glad to see him. Some people were also online talking about his face looked different. It shaped differently. He was cloned. Stop, y'all stop this. When you are dealing with a health battle, you'll probably lose weight. Stuff changes on your body. Your skin tone changes. Camera angles, if you shoot from up top or down low, your head and your face gonna look different. So cut the conspiracy theories in this case, right? Let the man have his healing uh, moments and opportunities uh, to just get himself in, in a better place. And, and let's allow him to do that. With that said, are y'all as happy and relieved as I am that Jamie Foxx is back and, and doing better? Because, listen, we would, look, look, Jamie would have went down. Lord. Oh, hey. We, mm. But let me know your thoughts. Hit me up on social media and, and chime in. Next, let's make sure that we lift the James family and by James I mean LeBron James Savannah James and family up in prayer because it was just uh, announced today when I'm recording this podcast that Bronny James LeBron's and Savannah's son suffered a cardiac arrest while he was at basketball practice was in ICU and now is in stable condition but caused a huge scare and a huge medical emergency within that family. So y'all prayers up for them and, and for Bronny in particular, hoping for a safe uh, recovery and just cover that man and that, that young man and that family. Because while we are on the outside looking in and we're the public and we receive the information that people die from cardiac arrest. At young athletes, I think I read somewhere that young athletes, that's the highest cause of death for young athletes, cardiac arrest. So prayers up for that young man, um, because that's serious. I don't have no more information at this time. All we, all I've seen was that LeBron and Savannah, that's their number one priority, making sure that he is okay. He's getting the best medical care 
that they are keeping a tight circle around him and and focused on his recovery, which is the priority and it should be. So I'm just going to stand by and wait for any updates and next steps. I'm not even going to get into no conversations about what's what's next for basketball career because we really don't know what happened, the severity or or nothing. So we're going to stand by for more info. But in the meantime, y'all, again, prayers up for Bronny James and the entire James family um, and, and, and just hopefully he has a like a smooth and swift recovery from everything that he is dealing with right now um so like always hit me up if you guys have more information or if there's some things that i missed or should look out for within this conversation but i'll check back in again with more updates as we receive them To recap this week's episode of Black News, we talked about Carly Russell and the most recent updates surrounding her case, the fact that she lied, and what's next to come in regards to any pending charges or repercussions for her actions. We also mentioned the DST list of honorary members featuring Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson and former chairman and president or excuse me, CEO of BET Networks, Deborah Lee. Also, happy to see Jamie Foxx doing well, received an update from him this past weekend. And we also quickly touched on Bronny James and his medical situation that just happened. Let me know what you think about all of these topics, some or none, and I'll check back with you guys next time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time, same time, same place. Bye.